Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Can you can hear really her? I hear her graph. Yeah, it's like very intense. <laughs> She's beefing with Ruby and Casper. Oh my God. Okay, well, let's get into it. Well, mm-hmm. hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess the fuck what? What? <laughs> Were you mouthing it to yourself? Yeah, because I know it now. I was like literally like, oh, hi, welcome to Go Pro. Broke girl therapy. Because I'd like heard you like breathe it. (laughs) You're like. (laughs) I don't like this. Because now you can hear everything. You could probably hear my double chin right now. (laughs) What? What do you mean? (laughs) That like this mic is picking up on so many sounds. Like you could probably hear my like double chin. Which is like the trolls. That's why I really like not filming right now. Is that like a lot of people have a problem with my double chin on TikTok. Are you kidding me? Some, so many people have a problem with my double chin all the time. I, people always fat shame me in my my uh, inbox. What is that about? Are we still doing that? Uh, like in this economy? I know. Right? That's and people weird. are just like, who would want to fuck you? Like you're disgusting. <laughs> just like a lot of people because I have fucked a good amount of people. So fuck Girl. you. Girl, me too. I just feel like what? It's like the weird thing about doing virtual. Um, like honestly, like think about it when you're like, like I think it's worse on their end because imagine you're like dating someone and you find out they're the type of people who comment on videos, fat shaming other people, or like trolling celebrities. Like that is like the biggest turnoff. Who would want to fuck you? (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, she wants to be in the podcast. Could you imagine someone like, what's your red flag? And they're like, oh, I fat shame the Kardashians for fun. And you're just like, okay, thank you so much for being honest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, that's a huge flag. Like, if you go under like the Kardashian, like the celebrity or like anything, and you just write a horrible comment saying like fat shaming or being like, you're a fucking loser, you know, like stuff like that. I'm just like, dude, like it's really sad. It's so it's sad and it's super corny. But one of my favorite comments ever is where they start off with, I didn't want to say anything, but and you're like, you could have just kept scrolling. You didn't need to say anything. You didn't need to preference that either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just feels like a confessional column at this point. People are revealing themselves, you know? They are. It's a confessional. It's a rant. It's like a live journal. Remember those? Like, it's just like, it's a tr- it's a garbage <sighs> shoot. Uh, but me and my double chin are just, you know, we're in a different tax bracket. We're fine. 
We're chilling. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to eventually get Kybella, and then they have nothing else to fucking say to me. Mm-hmm. You know what Kybella is? Go. No, I don't. I, I want the Ky- It's Kybella is like the shot that you like an injection that you could put to like give you a, a fucking jawline to take away the double chin. No. Yeah, bitch. No. Fuck those I hoes. Want that no, so don't bad. let them lead you thinking that you need to get rid of your double chin. If anything, your double chin got you in this position where you're making hella money off of merch and doing live shows. Man, fuck them hoes. I know, but I mean, I'm not doing it because of them. I decided I wanted oh, to fair. do this like for years now. Okay. So it was I just love something how- that I like. I knew, but I love how I changed my tone. So- where I was like, "Oh, it's for you. That's fine. Okay, that's okay. If you want to do it for yourself, yeah. go ahead." <laughs> I'm a supportive friend. Yeah, yeah, no, go like, ahead. If you want to do it for yourself, do you, boo. Yeah, and it's also just like, okay, then it's there. So what? Like, w- like I'm sorry it. that it's offending you. Right, like, I'm sorry that it's offending you so much. Like, get over it. Get over it. Anyways, Rose, I we're doing a virtual recording because, mm-hmm. and there's no video to this, thank God, because, one, I wanted to give myself time to like not edit so much but still put out content and it gives me I honestly it takes me like two hours max to like edit an audio anyway so it's quick I could still be like on top of it and also Jess and Jessica Clark and her man or not her man anymore Kyle I did like a second episode with them and they're not letting me (laughs) Put out that. Wait, you're airing that. You're just gonna episode. admit that. We're we're gonna say that out loud. You can say that on the podcast that you're I like mean, I'm blaming these hoes. I mean, it's fine if I say it, right? No, or should I take that out? I don't know. You might edit that out. Let's do a take two. Well, let's like, do it. Let's do an alternative. I mean, I'm not like. A, a, I don't think it's like a bad thing. I mean, I'm not like mad at them for it. Like, I completely understand if the, you know if they like, you know, like she doesn't want certain things to be out there anymore i'm just gonna like take it out which i feel like is it also the fact that she doesn't want it out there that she didn't want to do the episode she wanted to do the episode and she loved the episode it's just that like uh and she was excited for it to come out but they ended up like calling it off but it's fine it's like nothing bad or crazy or toxic like they're still with each other but i think just like that's why it's not like it's messy or anything like that but it's just they because so like the, the episode was like I'm saying this because I want to do this for somebody else, a.k.a. you. But, like, (laughs) I was, like, a situationship therapist, and I loved it. And I think that, like, that's what I want to continue doing for people was, like, I just loved, like, and they felt really good about it, too. Like, it was a conversation they really needed. And, like, I give them props because they were, like, so vulnerable about, like, what they were feeling and, like, not being able to like say it to each other until that moment. And like, I was able to like ask them questions that they were scared to ask each other. And so like they, in the moment they felt really safe and like very like, like comfortable with the conversation and like, we're happy that they did it, but you know, it didn't work out. So I think that's why they're like, we rather not like revisit that. (laughs) But, but in conclusion, it's fine. Just, but in conclusion, I want to do that for more people. And I told you to bring someone, even if, even if you're not in a situation ship, even if it's just like a dude that you had sex with before. Well, that's, I think I told you this, like I ran it past one of my jump offs, <coughs> excuse me. I ran it past one of my jump offs and he was literally like, I'd be down. Like <laughs> the engineer is down. Well, it would also just be really funny 
for you to interact with them. And like, I don't know. I just feel like I never, but like, keep in mind, not a lot of my friends meet dudes that I like fuck. Like they know them and they like exist in the zeitgeist, but like, (coughs) I mean, that's how it usually is. Right. Like you never really know, like, like the ones that you're just fucking and they're not like serious like we always hear our friends stories but we don't always get to like meet them face to face so like how cool would it be to be able to like put a face to like a name and a story you know and so like I want to keep doing that but well that was the somehow be emotional you know what I'm saying well I I think I told you this (laughs) okay but to that point and to them I did tell you that there was like I've asked like three dudes, two said they were down and one was like, I don't want future girlfriends to have to listen to that. And I was like, what a weird concept to like prepare. But I also like, okay, whatever to each his own. But I just was like, okay, like that's this weird and strange. But also I would hope you would be in a healthy relationship that that wouldn't bother a future girlfriend. That's what I was saying. I was like, if you're in a healthy like relationship, like, your partner is going to know that you've had a life before them. And so it's not like you're like cheating on this person. You don't even know who they are. So it's like, it's, it's you just like, you know, but I I get it. Some people are just not open to being like open about their sex life and like, and showing face of like people they've like fucked, you know, on like on the low, like, you know what I mean? Like you don't go out with like your fuck buddy to like, a wedding, you know, like you don't do that. You don't, or like bring them on the podcast to talk about, you know what I mean? Like you only want to bring them on people that you like want to take seriously or you should okay, well, at least. Well, I'm know. warning you right now. I'm not bringing on anyone that I take seriously. <laughs> I'm, I, I think it's just going to be a fun, like, I don't know. Well, you would never bring anyone sort. on the show that you were taking seriously. You like, you would never, I mean, you never brought Anthony on before. Yeah. And he was a private person. What if they were, like, open to it? Like, for instance, Rachel, her ex-boyfriend was, like, not down. But now her, like, husband now is, like, oh, yeah. oh I want to, like, I, I want to come on the pod. And so we've, like, talked about, like, having both of them on. Ooh, I wonder if that's, like, not a Not her test. ex, but, like, her and her husband. Her and her husband. I wonder if that's, like, a test for it. But I think I told you, and this is, like, kind of, like, what we were talking about, the subject of this this episode, is I told you that there was a dude, my summer fling, in Seattle. And how he was like, I want to be on, I would be on the podcast, you know? And then though, then the conversation turned into, I can't wait to be material for you on the podcast. And that's when I was like, nah, we good, bro. Like it just like weirded me out. Like he wanted to, he was the opposite. He wanted to live on forever on a podcast because he's like, was my summer (laughs) fling. And like, I mentioned him, I'd be like, you'd be so lucky. But he said he would be down to be on the podcast. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know, in a weird way for me personally, that was a red flag. No, that man is a hard pass. I learned so much from him. And like thinking back, it was low key kind of toxic like toxic isn't the right word it was spicy in the wrong ways it was heartburn it wasn't toxic it was just heartburn it was uncomfortable and it was strange it was straight up heartburn because I think I told you that like I said to him I was like man I really like you and that like threw him through a loop and he felt really he was like what do you mean you like me I was like I like you like I think you're a cool person why else would I not be and his response was well I don't feel a spark between you and me and I was like yes you do sir I'm currently naked in your bed. You do feel something for me. This is the n- fifth night that we've hung out in a row. 
So you are feeling something. And, but he had See, never. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hmm. Oh, sorry. My ADHD doesn't no, let me. No, tell me uh, what's the thing. For virtual. <laughs> Go ahead. No, tell me what the here, thing like, is. That's- hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. This was like amazing conversation with Jess and Kyle. And I hope maybe I'll shelf it. So maybe like five years from now or whenever they're just like so far removed from it, they don't care. But like, I think it was just such a good conversation because we covered this part where it was like, I think that like men, when they think of like you liking them or you, you know, the whole spark thing, like, oh, there's no spark. They think to the extremes. They think like, oh, I'm going to marry this person or I have to be like now you know, like their boyfriend or husband, they go straight to the altar. Like they don't realize that like, they don't realize that like, no, you could still like a person and it just be like, I like enjoying time with you. Like it's so much more simple or it could be like, yeah, there is a spark because obviously like we've been hanging out and like having sex. Like maybe it's not the most romantic spark ever, but there's something there. Like, it's, Don't it's lie like to it's me. like all or nothing. Right. Yes. And he like, accused me of that all the time. He'd be like, You're trying to wifey me. And I was like, Sir, I literally sp- stipulated to you that come September 15th, I will not think about you. I will fly back to Los Angeles and you will be the last thing on my mind. And I don't think he understood. He was like trying to call my bluff. And I was literally like, we had to end things a week before the 15th because it got so weird that I just was like, he disrespected. He said some wild and ass shit. And I was just like, okay. And I got out of his bed and he was like, you really leaving? And I was like, yeah, actually. I'm really leaving. And I looked him in the eyes and I was like, I don't think you've ever, he's never had a girlfriend. Now that's not no shade or anything. I understand people have their own things, but the way he went about it, I don't think to your point, I don't think he understood. There's like different layers between like girlfriend, someone you respect that you have sex with a wife. Like he didn't understand all the different stipulations, labels, and milestones that he just was like, exactly fucking going off on me and then saying things like I made him a playlist and he was like oh that was weird you made me a playlist and I was like calm the fuck down so immature but then was telling me dates that he wanted to come visit me in LA and I was like sir this does not track for either you or me I'm very confused so it was just like (laughs) one of those things where I was just like eh but unfortunately as we were talking about before we got on I'm in a situation now where I like this dude and I thoroughly enjoy him, but I'm too scared to go too far because of fucking my summer fling making me feel really weird about just being a passionate person. I even told my summer fling, and this is a thing that I've been like thinking about for a long time. Love 
is very easy. Liking someone, bitch, that shit's hard. Like just liking someone because I love family members, but I don't like them. And there are men that I have been with that I love, (laughs) but I don't like them. Right. And there's this guy where I was like, no, this awkward phase of us trying to figure out or more so him trying to figure out where I place in his life. He, it was like, an, it was just uncomfortable. This weird liking phase is a lot harder than people understand. Cause there are men that I have sex with that like I enjoy, but I'm not like, you know, if they were to disappear tomorrow or like ghost me, I'd be fine. But this is like, right. this was a dude I genuinely liked in the summertime. And then he got weird and I, deuced it and I left and now I'm talking to a dude that I like genuinely like and now I'm nervous to fucking tell him I like him right but that's the thing is like like that's I'll explain to like Kyle the show and like just men in general is that men just think so black and white and they don't realize that there's like nuance and stuff if someone says hey I like you I mean listen to what that means for them maybe it does mean like I want to be in a relationship or maybe it means like, I really like this right now. Like maybe it just, you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't have to be like this. Like they think like either it's like a Madonna whore complex that every man Oof. goes through. It's either you're the Madonna who I want to marry or you're the whore. Like it's just, they don't like, there's no in between of like, you could, you could still like someone enjoy their time and have feelings for them, but not expect a relationship. Like, sometimes you just don't know that you want that yet. That takes time. Like, that's, like, slow love, you know? It it is, and it's a build, and it's a slow burn, and I feel like those are sometimes the best, like, not even relationships, but the best situations to be in with someone, and they're just very organic, like, love affairs. Like, I want to be on my deathbed talking about some of these men, right? Like, I just want to feel like I lived because, like, I feel like there's a lot to life, and love is one of those things that you get to experience, or just, like, Mm -hmm. having this, like, one summer with a guy that just, like, it meant something, and it, like, helped you grow, and that's like right. what I'm feeling about tripod right now. Like there's just something about them where I'm like, ooh, this could be nice. But so who's tripod? Who's tripod for those who are just <laughs> like don't know who what's going on in Rose's life? I know who tripod is, but the listeners don't know who tripod is. <laughs> okay. We know we know I'm a hoe. And actually, Ho Rose is back. She's full blown. She's back. I have realized though I'm a lot more pickier than I used to be. But how Rose is in these streets again. That comes with um, age. You know what I mean? When you're younger, your standards are lower because you just don't know <laughs> what you like yet. You know, or you exactly. haven't been you or you haven't been like traumatized enough yet. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, that was that was the big thing is you haven't been hurt. Yes. But also, I feel like it is a weird thing where it's like it's not even lower standards. It's just trying to figure out like what how do you want to navigate? What are like, your standards? Yeah. What you are your standards? You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. it's in your thirties whether you keep them low or get them higher. And now I'm realizing like, oh fuck, my high like I'm a higher thing. So remember we said that my vagina is kind of like a campfire. It used to warm anyone who came by. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like I'm very much on my diamond mind shit where I'm like, mm, I'm sitting on fucking diamonds. Like right, you gotta right. be the correct dude to come into the the diamond mind. So I'm a little right. more pickier, and I've been on twelve dates since. June. No, wow. July. July. Okay. 12 first dates. Girl, I'm only still I'm only talking to four of them right now to this day. That's a that, that's a good ratio for me. It was always first dates and then none. 
that's a good yeah, ratio. And that's the thing. You got like, you got four. You got four from twelve. That's not bad. I got four from twelve. That's. Uh, I mean, if I was in Vegas, I guess those are okay odds. I don't know. Yeah, and but also like that's almost yeah, that's almost a I, whole starter team. You know what I mean? Like that's almost a whole basketball team. Like you just need one more player. But I guess that's the, yes. that's you. You're that one more player, and you just got four other teammates. That's it. There you go. So you good. I'm the fucking KD squad. point guard being like, let's go, boys. Let's win the championship. Yes. I don't know what they yes, say. Exactly. Um, I don't know. But no, and like, keep in mind that like, I've also like the first date thing, like that's a new thing for me. Dating is a new thing because I used to just hook up with people and just like, never go on dates with them or never see them in the daylight. So I'm like trying to be new and Why? figuring it out. Like, so stuff. you would just like meet someone. Thing. You would just meet someone like online and yeah. they would just come over or you'd go there. That's. Scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, without getting too dark, I learned my fucking lesson. So like now right, right. I like, you know, I'm I'm like, let's meet in person. Let me see you at like a coffee shop in the world. And then I can be like, you know, I live 10 minutes away from you. Like, but that has happened less right. and less. The whole like, I'm going to see you in 10 minutes has been less and less. So tripod. <laughs> um, yeah. We matched on Hinge. And I'm going to be honest, I almost passed on him. I don't, there was just something about him. I don't know. He just was like, he seemed like a, like a kid brother. Like, I don't know. He just like looked like my friend's kid brother that I like one day woke up and I was like, wait, is your brother hot? Like, just like, it, it just right. weird. He's 27. So what, what, made you, what made you change your mind to swipe right? He had a really funny prompt that was like, what's, you know, he was like, what's something people should know about you? And he was like, oh, I take the bit too long. Like when I'm doing a bit, sometimes I don't know when to stop. And I was like, that's kind of clever. That's funny. And so I responded, well, I think the biggest bit will be the fact that you fall madly in love with me and you're never going to know when to stop. And he was like, oh God, you're so charming. And he... (laughs) That is so a walk to remember like modern day. Oh my god like don't like when she tells like guys she's like, when like, she's like don't, don't fall in love like, with me fall. yeah oh my god rose ill are you one of those <laughs> just kidding i'm not no, oh I'm no I'm... but like also but keep in mind i was also coming from a point where i was like i know you're gonna fall in love with me because right right right, right. i'm very good at projecting men into thinking that like they're like oh rose is fucking cool and then i'm like yeah but but like we stop here you know what i mean like i do right, have a problem right. with like i mean and also i feel like a, it, there isn't what I just feel like you could you could get away with that because when you say it, it's like clever, it's funny, it's charming. But when I say it, it's like, oh, she might mean it. <laughs> yes, I don't mean it. Usually, I do yeah, not mean it. Yeah. And it's it's easy to be because men want to secretly be treated the way they treat women, right? So, like any corny pickup line a man has used on me, I've used on a man, and men are like, "That's fucking fire." You know what I mean? You're just like, "Okay, calm down." That's um, so funny. But I was like. Mm, let me just play the field and be like, this is funny. And then of course his response was like, Oh God, you're so charming. Like, da, da, da. and I was like, I know. So we like exchange, we, you know, have like the banter back on hinge. And I was like, okay, you seem normal. Like let's, you know, here's my phone number. Let's meet up. And he's like, okay, like, you know, very excited to get your phone number. And he just like seemed very youthful and young and just like, a, you know, just a baby. And right. I go out to dinner. We have we're supposed to meet on like a Tuesday night or something. And I go out to dinner with one of my oldest friends from like sixth grade. I've known Kia since sixth grade. And I was like telling her, I was like, fuck, I'm supposed to meet with this guy at nine. And she was like, Rose, just go. Like Kia's also married. So she's like, you know, married friends are sometimes the worst and the best. You know, in this case, yeah. she was a good one because she was like, go get your go get your dick wet, basically. Aww. So I'm late to the date by like a good almost 
30 minutes, I want to say. I showed up at like 930. Um, and I sit down across from him. Oh, my God. Gu- I, yeah, I did I that to a guy, and he like ditched me. Sorry, continue. No, this oh. this man stayed. I did was I was texting him, being wow. like, "Fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm coming from Culver City. I'm trying to meet you down. Like, uh, I think we were like meeting in like I did downtown that. I did area. That too. So I was like, yeah, I was just like, whatever. But he was really nice about it, you know. And like, yeah. of course, I like paid for our our meal because I was just like, you know, let me be nice. And also, like, I just had you dinner, paid for so the meal. I always do. You, I always pay for the first date. You always pay yeah. for the first date and they and they allow you to? Some men fight me. Some men are like, let's go Habsies. And I'm like, if they say let's go Habsies, I'm like, no. I'm like, no, we're not going to go Dutch. It's all or nothing. I also, you have to understand. My, we've talked about this. I don't have daddy issues. I have father issues. My father raised <laughs> me to be the man I do not need. Right? I mean, Damn. look at my, look, I have a piece of art that says I am a rich man. Like I, I have a sensibility of my stubbornness that leads to my independence that I don't want a man to ever think I'm indebted to him. And in this modern day of dating, a lot of men think if I bought you a meal, that means we have sex. And I don't like that because I'll give you sex no matter what. That's fine. But I also am like, I don't. And especially if it's a dude where I pick the restaurant and I know the restaurant is more expensive or like I made the initial date, but like I'll pay for the first date. You can get the second and the third, but for me, I always want to pay for the first date because I just, I just want to get wow. that offering out of the way. So wait, wait. So for Anthony, wow. your ex-boyfriend that you're with forever, like, did you pay for the first date? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. And he was just like, what is that? And he always complained about it because he was like, it's such a power move. Like, da, da, da. And I was like, does this secretly demasculate men? Like, I just thought that was so weird that they were like threatened by I mean, me being able to pay for a meal. Just a meal. I mean, I get it. It's just, it's just not like conventional or traditional. I mean, like technically, I guess I paid for like, I have to fart if I did. And you get don't have to smell it. Sorry. So I almost like caught myself being like, oh no, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty I mean, oh, of now long I distance. It. I know, that's right? What you, that's what you get. Sponsored by that's what I get. continue. My farts. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess technically I paid for like my first date with Brian. I mean, it was like a kind of a last minute thing because we were like talking on the phone for a while and he was like, he was in Fresno and he like drove to LA before he drove back to the Bay and just wanted to like hang out for a little bit. So we went, and this is like during like the height of like COVID. So we went mm-hmm. to Echo Park, but I like paid for like my carne asada fries because he didn't have any cash with him and I did. And they only took cash. So like I paid, but I remember him being like, oh my, like he felt bad that he wasn't paying for the fries, you know? And I was like, it's fine. Like this is just carne asada fries. Like I had cash, you didn't. Like it's not a big deal, but we're fine now. So I mean, he pays my bills. You, I was gonna say, where are you living now? Like, he fine. Carnetta Sunrise got you in a nice little situation, a nice little relationship. Exactly. But, but yeah, I think. But also, you know, it's it, yes, you're right. It's very, uh, it's uncommon. It's unconventional. But like, Steph, who are my parents? 
Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my mother is such an independent woman that it's almost like annoying how independent she is. And my father is one of those people that's like, look, I'm going to raise you like a kid. I'm not going to, I don't care that you're girls. I'm going to raise you like a, to be a good human. And that made me and has made me very independent. And like I said, it yeah. borderlines stubbornness and like a weird sense of, yeah, I'm not going to have you owe anything to me. But I yeah. guess it just depends on like what you want because for you it's like I mean yeah in a situation you just want sex but like I think in general when you like do get into a relationship with somebody like like you're gonna want someone who like gives you like your independence and like makes you like you, you like it's just who you are to be this it's not like you're not pretending to be something else and you're gonna want to be with someone who like accepts you for that and is not gonna feel like demasculated by it. Is demasculated? Demasculated? Yeah, man, that word. Demasculated. Yeah. Neither of us took the yeah. SATs and passed. It's fine. Exactly. Uh, right. But then no, there's like people, but that. there's women out there who like wanna be like, I don't wanna pay bills, which you know, That's or like tight. I don't wanna do anything. I like I just wanna like just stay home with white, which is fine because like I get it. Those girls the soft on life TikTok. Is, that's amazing. I yeah. love those girls on TikTok that are like, here's the day in the life you of being them. a tech girlfriend living on my cloud couch from West Elm. And I'm like, okay, tight. And they're always opening the blinds and closing the blinds. Like, I wish yes, I could be that, yes. but I'm not that. I'm, I'm not a blind with bitch. Their linens. I know. With their linens. Like they're in a Nancy Myers film and shit. Like, okay, do you, boo? Yes. I don't give a fuck. And but I that's and their just Amazon not me. storefront. And it's like in their Amazon storefront and their link tree. <laughs> And I'm like, God damn it. You guys got a lot of money. He has a lot of money to be paying for you. I just cannot be that person. Yeah. I want to be that way. I wasn't raised that way. And I hate to say it, but I want to, I'll be the rich man in the relationship. I just, I'm fine with it. Like, I look, I don't want to like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to have to like take care of a man fully, but for sure. I do understand if there are financial gaps. Yeah, if there's yeah. financial gaps in both of our relationships, like I get it. You know what I mean? And especially where I am in my yeah. career, I definitely have more financial freedom than I've ever had in my entire life. So yeah, I get it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I did pay for the meal with tripod and it was it was great. It was fine. But it, like the entire date, I was just like, this might be a friend. He just like he was very like goofy. I mean, he quoted Shakespeare to me like he was just like I mean, a nerd. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that got me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if anyone saw my like, say, was like stupid pun. No, no, no. <sighs> well, maybe, yeah, maybe they well, they can't see, but. Well, it was just basically the whole idea that like when he, you know, this man was uh, quoting Shakespeare to me and I could feel myself falling for him. And I was like, don't ham let yourself down. And I was like, you idiot. I'm so corny. (laughs) Well, you did tell me that the other day. Yeah. And I was like, fucking, it's corny. It's corny. It's corny. Steph, it's so corny. That's why this is where this, this is my problem. I don't know how to act around men I genuinely like. I don't know how to act. Okay. Because like dudes that I have no feelings for, I don't want, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want when it comes to guys that I actually like. That's fair. That's fair. Is it though? You don't have to. I think that like, but sometimes sometimes we try to like fight ourselves to know what we want instead of just being like, well, we don't know what we want, but I like this. I like the moment right now. You know, like, and I enjoy, that's the thing. I enjoyed the moment. Yeah. So, okay. Continue tripod. Why is he called tripod? Mm, we'll get to that (laughs) we'll get to that because like i are you wearing headphones yes i am can you tell 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just blurry. I was like, I'm just Wait, being cool because I took one headphone off my ear because that's how like the I cool see. DJs on TikTok, the girls that I follow, this is what they do, and it like looks cool. Aww. Also, this earring is like it hurt. Anyways, <sighs> yeah. Um, I had to take my sweater off. It's getting hot in here. Okay, so here's the deal. So we're having a good day and everything, and like you know, he's but I'm just like getting like friend vibes. I'm like I don't know, and he even says it. He goes, "One of you know, he's like something I have a really hard time with is like I can never read signals. Like he's like I work. He's an actor, okay, right? okay, and he is always like you know I like I've been in so many like situations where a girl was like I had a huge crush on you when we did that show, but he like doesn't know how to read them, and so I was like okay. That means I got to be aggressive. I got to be a little more like, mm, okay, fine, sure. So, like, we shut down swingers. That's the other thing is we literally were talking for, like, four hours. Swingers closed down at, like, 3.30 in the morning. And I was like, fuck, I got to I love swingers. I love yeah. swingers, too. That's my go-to spot. Um, yeah. But we shut down the place. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, well, you know, we got to go. I got to go home. And he's walking to my car and, like, you know, I was like teasing him and he made this comment. He was like, whatever, fuck you. And I was like, when or where? And he was like, uh, and he like literally did this like thing with his body that gave me the ick. Cause he was like, uh, I don't, what? and I was like, sir, where's this confidence? Like you lost me. I was just like, you know what? Let's just call it a night, you know, whenever. And he's like, wait. I, and then he like pulls me in and we kiss. And I was like, oh, okay. So there is a little confidence, a little bit. Yeah. And then he pulls back and he's like, I just didn't bring a condom. And I was like, you don't think I own condoms? Like, it was just like a weird thing where he was just like, oh, I just don't, I didn't bring condoms. I didn't think this was going to go. And I was like, that's kind of sweet. You didn't think that we were going to like fuck on the first date. Rose, not every man wants to have sex. Okay. I am one of those people is always down, but like, let's, (laughs) let's be fair to the men of the world. So I drive yeah. home and I hit him with the like, hey, I actually really enjoyed like having time with you. And he was like, absolutely. Like, I feel like I blew my opportunity. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, we'll link up. Next morning, I was like, I'm going to choose chaos. Is he? He's 27. 27. You did mention that. Okay. Libra. Okay. We'll get into For the that. twins who are you listening know. or Danny who's listening. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, my God. Danny's gonna, Danny came to my party. Ooh, sidebar. Danny came to my party and he read people to filth. He got my tarot cards out and he was giving readings and people were like, Rose, who is this amazing, magical human man? And I was like, fucking Danny. I was like, Danny's a bruja. Yeah. Danny's like very- A bruja. Like, <laughs> Just yeah. like Danny's a witch. Danny is like the fucking warlock. Harry Potter, you're a wizard. Like For just sure. trust. Just he's deep. Like Kelly, her reading was so spot on. She was just like, did you tell anything about me to him? And I was like, <laughs> no, he's just magical. Um, he's so fucking magical. Yeah. No, I like absolutely, absolutely love he, him. Like He did look at my chart and he goes, ooh. If we do a podcast, it will be a long one. And I was like, God damn it, Danny. Don't yes. Say that what to is, me. So are you what are you doing a podcast with him? Uh we're trying to aim for like uh December, hopefully. Oh my god. It's so funny. It's so funny. You like came to me and you like asked me. He's like, I really want Rose on the show. I was like, Yeah, you should. He's like, You don't mind? I was like, What? I don't own Rose. <laughs> like well, if, I mean in a, like in, a, in a subdom like, way, yeah, you do, babe. You yeah. totally own me. In a subdom mm-hmm. way. If we if you like it like that, we can make it work. But no, I mean, but like, are we? No, we're fine. No, we're fine. No, we're fine. no. We're no. Fine. But like, should but we like, make you're out? A grown- Just kidding. No. <laughs> I got scared. Oh my god. 
God, Stephanie, I respect you too much to make out with you. I wouldn't make out with you. What? But... What do you mean? Do you oh, remember you that make one out time now? You said Oh, you now were... you want to make out? No. Okay. No, I'm just saying, you know, do you remember that one time? Who was it? I think it was at Jules or somebody. They, like, asked us, like, oh, would you guys, like, do a threesome together? And, like, you, like at the same time, you said yes, and I said no. And you were like, what? And you know what? <laughs> I've never forgiven you since then. Like, I just have been well, like, you be- know. What? To be I fair, just- what? I don't make out with any of like my friends. Like I just oh, I know, don't. Like I don't. I like barely hug. I'm not really like touchy with like any of like my friends. No, know? I get that. I get that. Also, again, I respect you too much. Like, like you know, I've had sex dreams about you. It's fine. We won't act. Unpack did you those. really? Um, did you? Anyway, so tell me what happened. Wait, wait, wait. Do you not have sex dreams about? I've never told you this. Wait, do you not have sex dreams? Yeah, I've had sex. I had a sex dream about you. You never had sex dreams about your friends. No. Oh, okay. There, it's fine. It's fine. It's just you know because like you're one what of those... hap- what happened in the what happened in the sex dream. Oh, we had sex. Wait, hold on. Pause. Wait, hold on. Pause. I have to get. <laughs> I have to get my MacBook charger. Hold on. Oh, I thought you were about hold to say on. I have hold to go on. get pause. Brian. I'm gonna get more water. Hold on. I don't know if you can hear me, Stephanie, but this is going to be funny for you to hear later because it's just me talking to myself. But hey, bitch. Okay. Uh, okay. Back to. Hot. You've had sex dreams about me? Yeah, you've never had sex I'm, dreams I'm about truly friends. flattered. Maybe, I but I like, can't recall. I feel like I've had sex dreams about a lot of people. Like a lot of like, you know, it's just your brain. It's just like a, such a weird subconscious yeah. thing. But yeah, we, we had sex in a waterfall. Hmm. That's great. <gasps> I, love I know that. it was really romantic. It was very Lisa Frankie. Like it was very like, I swear I thought I texted you about this because as we were having no. sex, you literally looked into me and you were like, do you think Brian would be mad? And I'd be like, no, nah, I think he'd be fine with it. And then we just like went back at it. But like, it's, it, yeah, <gasps> I thought I texted you about this. No, I wish you did. I love that you had a sex dream about me and I was concerned about Brian's feelings. I, I, I was going to say, I know it's just like, it's just love. It's just love. But yeah. What were we talking about? I mean, I guess oh, I have, pod. but I mean, maybe not. What? Yeah. I mean, okay, going back. I mean, I've never had a sex dream about you, but maybe I have, and I just don't remember. I don't know. Think about but it. But I did have a dream about you getting married <laughs> for the sake of just for fun and then d- divorcing them. Actually, I didn't tell you this part because, like, I felt like it was too dark and I didn't want to start the morning at that. You're like, Beyonce died. So he was now really your ex-husband. You didn't have to divorce him. He, my fiance died. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I had really dark dreams. I had like, right before that dream, I had like a dream about this friend that I used to like hang out with back in like when I lived in Valencia. And I I mean, I haven't spoken to her like in over a decade, but I had a dream about her and her family and like her brother like murdered their mom and they found him in like an acid like tank. And that was really dark. You and then after need to stop drinking dairy before bed <laughs> or something like acid tank. Yeah. And then afterwards that dream ended. And then I had that dream about you spontaneously getting married, but then he died. So I'm like, why am I like, wait, all of a sudden my sex dreams with you don't seem as weird. Like, they don't. <laughs> like a sex dream about you versus you thinking about my my fake fiance. Mm-hmm. By the way, though, I do like how in your dream it does track that. Like, I mean, you gave me the goal now of being an ex wife. Like, that's just like something I want to yeah. do now. 
It's on my bucket list. Like, there's something something so chic about being, like, oh, my ex-husband. Like, I think that's so cute, you know? Not that I, like, want to divorce Brian, not that we were were married, but, like, it's cute. I get it. It's chic. I just imagine with, like, a really nice hat, you know, like, one of those, like, big brim hats. (laughs) I write all my money in checks. I'm just like, here's a yes. check. Like, it's very X, Y, yes. big hats, checks, and purses with little dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely want to do that. Yes. Uh-huh. For sure. And, and just like dripped in like diamonds. Yes. I was about to say dripped in diamonds and pearls, like just shiny and mm-hmm. shimmery. And then also oh, yeah. this idea of like, I've always wanted to say the great line from the birdcage where it's like, he died and left me everything. Like, I just want to do exactly. that. Exactly. Like he, like you're wearing all of your ex-husband's wealth and you're just like my ex-husband with like a cigarette in your hand, even though you don't smoke, but just for the the sake of, it's unlit and I'm trying to ash it basically. It's just for the bit. It's just for the bit. I look like Corolla DeVille. Like it's totally fine. And everyone's like, it's 90 degrees outside. (laughs) It's like on a long long stick too. Oh, fucking breakfast club. I mean, breakfast at Tiffany's. It's very much the long capetta. And I'm just like blowing smoke and everyone's like, it's unlit. And they're like, don't tell Rose that. Okay. She's an ex-wife. She doesn't know any better. (laughs) She's She's fucking delusional. She's a widower. She's a widower. (laughs) And then of course my ex-husband's in the back being like, no, she's not. I'm right here. (laughs) I didn't die. (laughs) I, I think that's even better. Is I'm I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. my, I'm an ex-wife who's a widower. And he's like, no, you're not. No. Also, we're not divorced yet. Like, I just want that. Maybe someday. Oh my it's on God. my list. Maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. I can see that for you. But anyways, back to tripod. Oh, let's just we, get through yes. tripod, you know. Okay, let's go through this very quickly. Okay, so basically. No, no, no. We don't and we don't have to like go through it quickly. I was just saying we have to get through I tripod get to get through to, to get through to get to your ex-husband with all the Yes, that's right. That's what I mean. uh, so like tripod, he was like, I, oh, so basically, you know, we we leave on a kiss. He says something about how he was like, I don't have a condom. And I was just like, you fucking weirdo. You don't think I'm a modern woman with like a shit ton of fucking Costco, <laughs> like bulk size condoms. Right. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, and then, you know, I was like, he was like, oh, I feel like I missed my chance. And I was like, you didn't. It's fine. And then I was like, you know what? I woke up the next morning. I was like, I'm going to choose chaos. So I sent him one of my like famous tasteful nudes right and it's this great nude is it the one that you set the pink one it's the one you sent me yes the hardest working button the hardest working button in hollywood and it's just like yes he's holding on with dear life which is a metaphor for Mm -hmm. the men who fall in love with me just like yes stretching so i sent that and he his response (laughs) was and this is like where i feel like god he's such a kid he's just so youthful he was like wowie wow what (laughs) he responded Wowie oh, wow. No. Oh no. <laughs> like, okay. Try my oh, no. little baby. And he was like, oh my God. Like, okay, like uh, suddenly my evening opened up. Like, do you want to meet up? It's gonna be on some late night tip. And I was like, you know what? I shaved. Um might as well. I might as well. Also, there's nothing I've realized there's nothing that motivates me to clean my apartment more than a man coming over. Like I was sleeping, oh, for sure. I was That's vacuuming. Th- that- that was like the cleanest time back in my day when I was single. It was like my I, that was the cleanest time. Like my everything, everything was shaved. Everything yep. was put away. Everything was cleaned. It was because of dick, unfortunately. Yes, but, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it motivates us yeah, to do something. It's a good, it has a positive. Exactly. Exactly. So he comes <laughs> over at 1130 and, you know, he's also I should. This is not like a big deal, but he's shorter than me. 
Um, you know me, height okay. doesn't bother me because I'm 5'11, so like there's a lot of people that are shorter than me. Everyone's height shorter, does not yeah. bother me. Everyone's shorter than me. But height doesn't bother yeah. me. And it didn't bother him, which I really fucking liked, right? Aww. And let's be honest, <laughs> short kings. <laughs> they know what they're how doing. Sh- how short was he? He's like five. Like what's his height? He's like five eight, five nine. I was gonna say he seems like he has a five nine personality. <laughs> You know, there's like a, there's, there's a specific, <laughs> like, there's I don't a care if you're a Libra, bro. You're like, I don't care if you're a Libra, but I know what type of man you are. Cause you five, nine motherfucker. Like when a guy is a, like, think about it. Every five, nine dude, there's a specific personality, you know? Shit. That's really there's, true. They're very cocky and no, 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 no. They're not cocky. They're confident. They're confident because mm-hmm. they have to overcompensate, but not in an unhealthy way. Like honestly, five nine, like five nine shorts are boyfriend material. That's boyfriend material. I'm not shaming that's, it. It's boyfriend material and it's very average. Like five nine, that's like average, you know? So like exactly. Right. So, you know, he's like, he's coming into my house and then he like, you know, him and bats are getting along really well. And I'm like, that's a great indicator. And then he like sits right. down and he goes, What are we watching? And I was like, this motherfucking boy this like kid I was like no and I like took his hand and I like took him to the bedroom and basically you know I got on top and I was like thanks this is what I this is where this is what I consensually consensually I mean he was like he was so excited he was like oh shit okay yeah yeah." you know like you're just gonna jump into it and I was like yeah is that okay and he was like absolutely so we're going in we're like making out everything and then he pulls aside and he's like I'm clean and I was like, like, what, from drugs? And he's like, no, like, I don't have any STDs. Like, I, like, do you want to, like, I just, I took a test recently. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet and so cute. I was like, well, thank you. I really Aww, appreciate that. That's, that's very nice. See, it five was so nines. Sweet. Five nines. <laughs> so we started making out. It's getting really hot and heavy. And I'm like about to, you know, I take his shirt off, my shirt's off. And then he's like, I have to get my condoms. And I was like, you and these fucking condoms, bro. I was like, who gives like fucking A? I don't get this. And he's like, they're in my jacket. Like I have to get them. And I was just like, is it a security blanket? I don't don't know. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So I go in the living room. Poor Bats has to see her naked mother. And I pick up his jacket (laughs) and I like deliver it back. And I give it to him. And he, like, gets his condom out. And I don't see it. He, like, palms the condom. And I was like, okay, whatever. And, you know, we're making out and everything. And I'm, like, taking his belt off and pull down his pants. Girl. It was 5'9". <laughs> I, wow. I, wow. I'm holding a liquid death. Sponsored by liquid. No, it's not. But I'm just saying I'm holding a fucking tall boy <laughs> in my hand right now. When I tell you this was the most beautiful, largest, like my type by Sweetie started playing in my head. Like eight inch thick. That's my type. Like it was beautiful. It was clean. It was fucking huge. And do you know what this man said to me when I gasped at looking at it? He said, (laughs) he said, I'm sorry. He said, (gasps) I'm sorry. And I like looked at him and I was like, for what? For Chris- Christmas coming early? Like, no, bro, you good. <laughs> because not everyone could like, I see it. There's a, there's a thing that no one ever really talks about is like the big dick shame. Like there are like dudes out there who, because there, there are a lot of women out there who like prefer not to have a huge dick too. And that's okay. So I'm sure somebody like 
you know, embarrassed him at one point. And you know me, I'm not a size queen. I've, I think sometimes small dick guys actually know what the fuck they're doing more than big dick dudes. So I was also like, yes, right. you have a large dick, sir, but do you know what to do with it? Little short in case, he knows exactly what to do with it. But <gasps> of course, you know me, I was like, okay, well then hand me the condom. And then I see the condom and I was like, oh, I fuck it. It makes That's sense why. now. Like this is like things. He because can't it's also wear like, regular condoms. He it, it can't. And it's not like a magnum either because it's like a girthier one. And so I was like, bro, let's go. So of course me being the uh, overachiever that I am, I was like, I'm going to sit on it. Um, oh, well, no, my eyes, can't. No. my eyes are bigger than my stomach. Oh. And I was like, I sat on it. And Steph, when I tell you I felt this thing in my fucking throat, I was like, oh, no, yeah, mm-hmm. you can't just like you, you can't just shove that thing in, inside. I've had like dudes with that size before and it was, it took a while to feel good like, or like I would have to be plaster drunk in order to like feel Take it. like to not feel it. Yeah. No. Yeah. And- but you know me. I was like, I, yep, I could, I'm i going to take this. I'm a hood rat chick with a hood rat bitch who could take that hood rat dick. Like, I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> I butchered the quote, but it's fine. But I literally was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this. And he just, like, looked Ooh. at me and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I will be in a second. Aww. And then his thing was, he was like, wow, you're really fucking tight. And I was like, I don't know if I'm tight or my body's just trying to reject you. But either way... We're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. So then it like, as we started going, it was really fucking great sex. Like it was just, it was so weird. And I've been trying to explain it to my friends where it was like the goofy dude at the restaurant who sat across from me was like gone. Like this, this boy became a man in front of my eyes. And I was like, that's how I feel. About, that's how I feel about my boyfriend. I feel like that's what made me even fall for him more. Cause like, he's so like nerdy and dorky, but then like when like the, the, the when he's like horny and like it it's just like all of a sudden you're like swag and just confidence like confidence it's like a completely different person night it's crazy and fucking day with this dude like it blew my mind that shit could make you fall in love let's not go that far but infatuation probably obsession maybe enjoying it to a point where i'm like digmatization is a real fucking thing also to the point that like we both rolled over and at the same time went that was fucking great like literally it was just like it was great fucking sex and we just kind of like did it throughout the entire night like we were just like enjoying and he even said it he was like oh this is the one thing that annoyed me though is that he was like, I assume your body count's really high. And then like kind of looked at me and I was like, so we're not doing that. Like, I don't, I don't fucking like that game. Like that was cute in our twenties. That was cute when we were in high school. Like how many people have you slept with? Like, I don't need to know. And he just then was like, well, I haven't slept with a lot of people. Cause I don't feel like a lot of girls, like you said, like the, he's like fucking, I'm carrying a fucking I'm tripod, you know, he's earned the name for a reason. And so I was just like, I, I get that bro. And I really hope, you know, that like, I'm sorry that happens but like you know what you're doing and this is fucking amazing it's it's really great great. and it's attached to a really great human being too so oh you said those things no of course not are you kidding me not to his face i did say though that i enjoyed the sex and i thought he was really cool and i was like i would really like to see you again um have i seen him again no we haven't seen each other (gasps) so you only had sex once yeah. Okay. 
And then, well, it was like also, so I feel what like we had sex a couple times in one night. But yes, there was only one encounter. I thought y'all were like kept like, like kept like fucking on and on and on. Like, I mean, yeah, one night. But like, I thought it was like a continuous thing. It's no. just one night. Cokehead Curtis has been around. The mechanic has been around. The engineer has been around. Um, that's kind of my hotel. Oh, and then but JD. You, but you keep bringing up tripod. So how are you feeling about all of this? That's that's what I want to know. It's like, this is such an amazing story. But, or do you not want to go into it? No, I'll go into over. it. I'm not ever going to. No, I'm never going to lie to the fans. They always, they, like, when we met, you know, when I met a lot of them at the live taping, they were just like, you know, it was just nice for them to be like, I really thank you for being honest and real and just owning your shit. So I'm like, I'm not going to lie to anyone. I genuinely really do like this guy and I really enjoy him. Do I want a boyfriend? No. Let me just start off with that. I don't want a boyfriend. Would I like a better form of communication with this boy? Absolutely. Like I told you, he is, he's 27. So he's bad at texting. He takes hours to respond. It's very weird where I'm like, okay, bro. Like if you want to see me, you'll fucking make the effort. I think a lot of his communication, a lot of the things that he like says and acts, I think it's because he's young, honestly. Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, he just sounds, it's like everything from the beginning of the story just seemed like he was really like young. Cause it's like, he's like even appalled of just how like sexually like liberated you are because it's almost like he hasn't had like much experience on his end or he just hasn't grown up yet or might be a little bit of misogyny there. Who knows? But it just, but it seems mostly though, like it's just like just young. It it's a little bit of both you know. because I even told him and I've told this to many guys where he's like my number. He was like, my body counts low. And I was like, yeah, but you've probably had better quality sex than me because I think that qu- quantity does not mean quality. And I've had a lot of great yeah. sex in my life, but I've also had a lot of shitty sex in my life. So I feel like with him, he's probably had some really good, beautiful, intimate moments. I mean, the fact that he was able to give me this without me knowing him for long and just like, I mean, making me fucking come four times, like the man knows what he's doing. And it was just genuine and sweet. I just think that it's like, I want to, it's weird because I just feel like he was, he meant what he said about how he enjoyed the sex with me, but I felt like he almost felt like he needed to go over and beyond to tell me that he was like, it's the best sex I ever had. It was great. And I was like, let's chill. You don't have to do all the extras for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It almost seems like it's like, uh, and I know it's not this, obviously, because it almost seems like a student-teacher, like, dynamic. Or what I think a student-teacher dynamic would be, you know? I'm going to turn out weird? this boy, basically. No, I'm basically, I think in a weird way, this guy does want me to turn him out. And that's fine. I'll give him the education he needs to go forward if he wants that. Right, right. Yeah, like it just seems like he still has a lot of like growing to do, which is okay. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but you, hold on. I'm going to close the window. Or in East Oakland, you got to close the windows at a certain time. You're like, oh, it gets dark. Yep. (laughs) The clock strikes five. Sun's going down. Let's turn this down. Um, (laughs) Brian's been teaching me a lot. Uh, Anyways, so. But yeah, I just think that you like him. So how do you feel? We know how we feel about him. 
Like, are you, are you sad right now? Like, are you, since you guys haven't like hung out, like what are, what are your thoughts? I know you don't want a relationship. No, I don't want a relationship, but it's, what's so weird is I was literally talking, I had sex with my other jump off the engineer recently. And like, what I really like about the engineer and I's relationship is like, he is literally friends with benefits and like the most healthiest way. Like the engineer is just like, I mean, the engineer tells me about how he's madly in love with this other girl. And I love hearing about that. Like, it was so weird. He was like, we had just had sex. And then he was telling me about this girl that he's been in love with for years and how he really wants to be. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love love. I don't love it on me, but I love it on other people. And it was just and I opened up to him. Um, I think because I have a really hard time. I have a really hard time with love. Like I really, it takes me a very long time. I love too much. We've talked about this. I love deep and I love loud. I mean, literally Anthony and I broke up because this man was like, you love too much. Like you, like you were the best girlfriend I've ever had. You were amazing. You were so great. I just don't know what to do with all this love. Like he wasn't ready to receive all this greatness. And I was like, great a new way to get my heart yeah. broken, you know? So that says more about him than, you know, more about it says less about you than more about him, I think. Very. I mean, yes, true. And he's also, you know, going through his own shit. And I, I, I still have mad love for Anthony and just like want him to be so happy. He deserves it. So with Tripod, I just feel like I genuinely I also don't know how to act around dudes that I really like like I know how to act around guys that I'm like apathetic about or enjoy like I res- and that's the other thing is I respect every man I sleep with like I respect their time I respect them as people I don't try to like be assholes to them and it's vice versa but when it's with this dude there's a little more nuance to it and a little harder for me to explain where I'm just like fuck I really do enjoy this guy and I really like him but I also don't want to scare him away because I know my parameters like I know that I don't want a fucking boyfriend. And because of my summer fling fucking me over so much, I'm like overthinking and undercorrecting of just being like, play it cool, MacLeese. And I'm like, I don't want to, cause that's also not me, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm, if, but to answer your original question, I'm frustrated. I'm not sad. I'm just frustrated that this boy is like, I, like he texted me yesterday and was like I can't wait to see you again I really want to see you and then I'm like yeah I want to see you too doesn't text me for fucking six hours and then it's like oh actually my my weekend's really busy I I can't and I'm like you either make the you either make you either make the effort or you don't bro and like I don't know how to say it without being a dick because that's my other thing I don't know how to act around the guys that I like besides being like motherfucker get your shit together Like, get it right, together. Right, Without being, like, super forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like for him, I mean, he, like, he probably doesn't realize that you're, like, capable. Like, he probably doesn't even realize that you like him the most out of, like, all of them, you know? Like, And so I don't know how to say that to him either. <laughs> but And, like, yeah, and, like, probably just doesn't really know how to, like, he just wants to, like, play it cool because it seems like you have more experience in this lifestyle than he does. Yeah. You know? And so, like, he's just just doing him. (sighs) And I also just, I don't think he understands, like, if I'm talking about my roster, right, and I got a rotation of four, and uh, if I put him in the first position, like, I don't think, like, bro, I just want to put you in the first position. I want you to be starting. You know what I mean? I want you to be the point guard. I want you to be the quarterback. Like, we want to rally around you. But like, so what is it about him that like you just 
is it like the dick? Is it his his company? Is it his personality? Like, what is it the most that you miss? I just honestly, know. the honest answer: the dick. <laughs> the sex, the sex. Like, we could have sex with like everybody, whatever, right? But it, it's Been rare to that. like. Yeah, and like it's rare to like actually have good dynamic like chemistry insects like that like sometimes, especially quickly. Sometimes it's not that great quickly because it's always kind of awkward in the beginning or like you're still figuring each other out or maybe you know. So I don't know. It was just like it was like it was a really strong spark to start off with. So you're like yeah. wanting more. I, I do. I want more. And I feel like we and even he's even said it. He was like, fuck, sexually, like our camp, like our like a uh, compatibility is just fucking through the roof. Like and I think, yeah. though, it's yes, I miss the dick. But I think the reason why our the sex was so good is because I really do like think this man has a beautiful brain. Like, I do really think that he is a beautiful human uh, within and out, like the way that he talks about his art, the way he like his interests, the things that he's passionate about, the way he talks about his family. Like I genuinely do really enjoy this man and really fucking like him, but I'm also like, you know, he got out of a relationship recently. And so I know he's got to figure out his own shit. And like, yeah, I just want to be like, be little like, bro, I really like you and enjoy that. But like, be a little more respectful of my time in a weird way because like we're making plans. You're canceling last minute. You're saying how many you oh. fucking miss me, but then you're not coming back to me. You're texting about how you miss me, but then you take 12 hours to respond. It's just like, I don't like this. Like, yeah, just, I mean, I wonder what his like attachment styles. Like, it seems like there's so, so like, you know, cause you don't ever know with like with that type of behavior, there's always a reason, right? There's always like a reason why people do things. And it's like, I'm sure he's being like honest about how he feels, but it's just like, at, what are, why are these actions? Like, why are these your actions? Like, I just wonder what his attachment style is, what his, where he is like, you know, f- uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and just like in his timeline of life. Like, I wonder where he is and why, like, he's behaving the way that he is because there's always a reason but at the same time like you can only control yourself so what are you gonna do and exactly I don't like what are you gonna do sir but the thing that I do I think it's 50% just my independence personality and 50% trying to defense mechanism fix help help myself if if I don't fuck this guy soon then he's he, that's it you know me I don't really I'm not a dimmer switch because I'm a Scorpio and with all this other bullshit that explains me as a person my trauma my defense mechanism where I come from it's on and off and I always warn dudes about that like my summer fling I told him I was like bro the second I get on a plane like don't worry like let's just have it enjoy our love affair let's just fucking go let's just go all the way in and enjoy it and he was like Yes. No. Yeah. He was so hot and cold. And I was like, I don't want that fucking shit. Like, I want something to talk about on my deathbed. Like, how how many, how many chapters or how many pages do you want to be in my memoir of my life? Right. So with this dude, I'm just like, if I don't really hear from him, 
soon, I'm just going to be like, sorry, the vacancy light is off. Like you kind of miss your opportunity. I, I don't, and I've done that to dudes in the past and some guys appreciate it. Cause they're like, well, you're keeping it fucking 100 and other guys get really fucking sad about it. And then I'm all of a sudden the villain in their story and I'm a fucking bitch. And I'm like, but you disrespected my time. What, like, how did you want me to right. react? Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's the, like the right way to do it. I think for me, I think like, I feel like you've been through a lot this year, like relationship wise and in general. Too much. Yeah. And so that's why like I question like with everything. I feel like tripod is such a just a little blimp in the story of your year. But I'm just like, I guess just want to check in on my friend and be like, how is like your healing with Anthony? Mm. All this stuff, you know, because I think that could potentially be the bigger problem, you know, and not saying that you're like still hung up on him, whatever. But there is like you know, actions stem from like something, some from like trauma stems from emotions. It's, so I'm just yeah. curious. I'm just checking well, in on my friend. That's it. Oh, well, I do love you. It's like the earth gang song, strong friends, check up on your strong friends. Um, that's not the key exactly. at all. That's just the lyrics anyway. But yeah. But you, you are considered the strong friend and I you're know. really like, you're really, you're really resilient and you're also really good at distracting yourself. I think when you're going through something, <laughs> So sometimes I question, I'm like, how is she, how are you processing like your feelings? I and mean, we, I don't can always take stuff out if you're not comfortable with it, but just like, I'm just asking you just genuinely. And then, and again, you know. I'm, I, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I feel like the last since April, right. I've been going through it. Right. I even, my therapist, shout out to my therapist. I love that bitch. I love her so much. She was like, you need to be more honest and real with your friends and family about what it actually means to love someone who is bipolar. Right. And right now I'm in a fucking low and I've been in a low for a really long time. Um, Rose. honestly, <laughs> Oh, you're crying. Oh, sweet. I'm okay. I'm okay. I, am okay. I know you are. I just get really, you know, it's also, I'm, I'm, I'm just emotional. Continue. No, I love that. Are you also <laughs> on your period too? Is it the, the, for you? I'm that's... getting it in like a, a, a week-ish. Yeah. So. Yeah, there you go. And we're, also, we're you know, the, I had a lot of emotions earlier today because of that one thing. So. Oh, yeah. It, well, because here you little... are talking about like, you know, I was talking about how great you are as a friend and like being a take advantage of a friend when you don't have people that are checking in on you, you know? So it means a lot that you, yeah. I know the shit you're going through. And you're a great friend. You're fucking amazing. I, yeah. I fucking love you. I mean, I had sex dreams about you. Like, I fucking love you, you know? Um, <laughs> you know but like a waterfall. That's romantic. Yeah, exactly. In a waterfall. And then you Could cared about your boy. Mm -hmm. Anywhere. And that's where my brain wanted us to go, to be in a sanctuary within each other's arms. It was great. I love that. Um, I love that. But no, like, in all honesty, a thing that uh, most bipolar people are really good at is the projection. I can turn it on and off. I can be Rose like that. I mean, I'll be real with you. The second we stop recording, I'll probably cry and then just go to sleep. Like it just, I get so drained from it because I just, I have to be on or else I will be a blubbering mess. And I feel like yeah. right now I'm definitely really going through it. And it kind of started because, and this is like where I'll get real. And some people on the podcast already know about this. I had my first anniversary uh, from my sexual assault and rape by myself. It was the first time that I was not with Anthony. I wasn't in a relationship. Um, and I didn't realize how hard that was going to fucking hit. 
right? And I think I've told you this where mm. my biggest fear about breaking up with Anthony is I was like, single girls get raped, not girls in relationships. So that was fucking hard. And yeah, obviously I'm, I haven't actually, I don't talk about it. <laughs> I fucking don't. Not a lot of people know about it. I barely talked about it with Anthony. I mean, the only reason why I had to talk about it was because of like fucking some bullshit. Um, where, you know, yeah. we, it had to be talked about and I'm still coming to terms with that shit and still trying to figure out what that means, what that looks like. I think that's why, you know, obviously that's why I'm pickier about who I meet, who I sleep with. Like I didn't realize how much that fucking bullshit I had not processed and had not come to terms with. Um, so I feel like since that anniversary, I've been fucking low. I've been like kind of going through it. And one of the ways that I cope is through dudes and through relationships. And it's also very weird having sex with men again, because I, that is, I thought it was going to be traumatizing, but it's not because I'm actually having sex with guys that I genuinely like enjoy and respect. Um, yeah. And sex could be very healing. I think that we carry a lot of shame and I don't think it's a bad thing that you're on, you know, I think back in the day, maybe it would have been like, maybe just take away from sex and just work <laughs> on yourself and be alone. And like, that's fine too, if that's what you wanted to do. But like what I've learned just through like professionals that I've had on the show that are not, you know, not even out yet. People will hear it's just like how I'm like crying, but like you just heal a lot through that. So there's like no yeah. shame in like doing it just like being aware is like the most important part is like know that that's what you're doing and understand it's not going to completely fix you but it's a part of the healing process and so yeah and yeah. not to like shame yourself ever and yeah stuff. and like I'm not saying that you're doing that but just for those who are listening like Don't sex is it. really healing even though we've as women we've been taught to be ashamed of sex but there's we shouldn't be ashamed we shouldn't you know, we're so. human. And it's, and I also feel like, you know, I feel like one thing that happened, you know, with, you know, the, I think the reason why I started jumping back into dating is because Anthony was like, well, I'm dating. And I was like, well, well, I didn't think you were. And I just then was like, well, then I got to get back into it. So I did it out of revenge in a weird way. I know. I was going to say, cause I remember that happened. That's why I wanted to double check with you too. Cause I noticed a, a switch happened after he mentioned that he was dating other people and like, I, you know, and I saw it in you because I, I could be, I'm the same exact way, honestly, too. So like, it was, I like saw myself in you in that moment where like, it hurts to like the person you love say that. And you're just like, well, fuck, like, like there's like this ego thing that happens where be like, well, I don't want to just be sitting here while you're out there having fun. Fuck you. I'm going to beat you. Like I'm going to yeah. sleep with more people and I'm going to shove it in your face. I'm going to show you how a good time I'm fucking having. And like, that's dangerous. Not healthy. It's not, <laughs> it's not healthy. Like again, sex can be very healing, but like the approach and the motive, it like is what like needs to be, you know, considered and like aware and also like you know, like that's. Yeah. And I, uh, yes, I agree with everything you're saying. And I, I felt, I felt in a weird way, 
I thought I was waiting for him, you know, and then I realized like, oh, we're not going to get back together. Like I need to just like let yeah. this go. It was a beautiful relationship and I have the utmost respect for him. And I love that man through and through, but I just had to let it go. And then I also realized, and again, this is me talking to my therapist. I had two men controlling my sexual desire. It was an ex-boyfriend that I wanted to respect. And it was the man who fucking ruined something for me. I love sex. And that man tried to fuck with something I really love and I really enjoy. And I'm not going to let him win. Right. Like I felt I found myself being like, I'm not going to allow this place that I find fun and healing and thoroughly joy be something that's triggering. And I was like, I'm, it's like ripping a bandaid off. I had to fucking like just be like, I'm not going to let this man take something from me. And that yeah. also led me to kind of get back into what I you know, what we respectfully call and say with admiration, my hoe face and my hoe rose. Like I, in a weird way, she is a projection of safety for me. Like that bitch keeps me safe and she keeps me grounded and she helps me heal a lot. So yeah, I was just kind of like getting through that. I just, I'm, I'm going through it like right now. Right. Like yeah. my career is fucking taking off. <laughs> like it's just been this is like a great time in my career. I fucking, my friends are the most beautiful, amazing human beings in the fucking world. My family's in great health and mentally I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not doing, I'm not doing 100. I'm probably running at about 30, 40% right now. You know, 30, I'm running at 30. I don't, not 40. That's like something to note too. Cause there's been times where I've had like everything in the world, like surface level looks great. Like job, you know, everyone's healthy, you know, like good friends, but it's like, you know, mental health is like deeper than that sometimes. And I think that's like also the hardest time to want to tell someone, because I feel like sometimes when people are trying to make you feel better and cope is that they're like, how can you be sad? You have the greatest career ever. And you're doing, and it's like, yeah. And that makes me even sadder. Like I have a great fucking career yet I'm depressed. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It like, yeah. it doesn't help when you hear those things sometimes because it actually right, makes things worse. Right. Cause then you're like, great, just completely erase my entire like fucking, I can't. And that's what it is to be bipolar sometimes is I can't turn it off and on. I fucking wish I could trust me. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like dying. I don't want to think about death, but that's what I, that's what it is. And I got to, keep walking through it and I'll be, I'll get through it. I always survive. I always got dope people like you in my corner. Um, I'll get through this. It's just, it's not, it's not going too Gucci right now. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Oh, I love you too. You know, I love you. You know, I love you. And I know you love me because you like have sex dreams. <laughs> exactly. In waterfalls. And it was tender and <laughs> I took waterfall. care of you. It was like oh, sweet and that. fragrant. It was amazing. But yeah. Oh my I God, mean, that's so funny. It is. It's it's great. And I mean, I, I, I think anyone who's everyone, just like homies, friends, like it, it just people love, you know, and you know, weirdly enough, actually, like I had a full mental breakdown hours before my birthday party. The party, I know you should have been there. It was a lot of fun. I missed really? you. It's okay that you weren't. Uh, yeah. And Lauren came <laughs> and Lauren, like, I cried on the couch and Lauren, like, cleaned my house and, like, set everything up and just, like, let Aww. me just be fucking sad. And then because I'm a performer. Shout out to Lauren. 
I know. Lauren's the best. Lauren L. Boogie's the best. She's the best. Lorenzo, she's the greatest. <laughs> but she just held space for me. And I was just like, I fucking hate everything and everyone. And I just felt disgusting and down. And I was just so depressed. I couldn't physically get out of bed. Like, she just let me lay there and then was like, okay, it's time to get up. Like, fucking go take a shower. Get get ready. And then it felt great because I was surrounded by people who love me and who I love. And it was a really fun party. Um, And it was really nice. Uh, But yeah, just I, if anyone who went to that party, just know that like hours before I fucking felt like scum, you know, but was that something that triggered it or was it just like, it was just nothing in particular. It's just life and mental health. It's just life and mental health. I feel like a lot of people don't. I think I just try to understand bipolar more. Just because, yeah. like, I mean, you could read as much online and, like, mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> but it's, it's just like, it's state of minds. Like, it's literally the way I think about it is bipolar, you live in a house, right? And there's the ground floor, which is just like, you know, I'm steady coasting, I'm enjoying life, I'm doing all right, I'm okay. Then there's the attic. Which is just like you're you're in a mania phase. You're fucking spending too much money. You're being promiscuous. You're wiling out. It's just like yeah, it's like fucking I'm high. Which is like a lot of people see me in those mania stage and are like, "Rose is the fucking life for the party. She's so amazing." Like da da da. Like I'm sober because I have mania. Like that's why I'm sober. That's my natural energy. And then there is the basement. And the basement, you get to run to the attic. Let's just say that there's stairs that take you to the attic. The basement. You'll be on the ground floor and all of a sudden the floor is gone. You're you've hit rock bottom. You are in the basement. You have no idea how you got there. And it just hits you. It's not gradual. It's not usually there's no trigger. It just fucking happens. It it's on it's an on and off switch. And the thing about the basement is that it at least has stairs going up. So every so often you'll kind of be like, okay, you got to get out of this. Like just fucking drag your body back up those stairs to the ground floor. You know what I mean? But like, it's just, there's not really a trigger. It just fucking, it's a hangover. It's, it's a fucking just, ugh. it's static. It's just terrible. I mean, look, I'm not going to compare myself to Kanye and what he's going through, but as one bipolar to another bipolar person, Leave that man alone when he's in his mania. You say the dumbest shit. You do the dumbest shit. You're just being provoked, you know? And I like, I don't, you know, he's saying some really fucked up wild and ass shit, but you're also asking a man at a very fragile state of mind right now. That's not, don't, don't do that to him, you know? And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand with bipolar in particular is, you know, it is, it is a rush of emotions, but we're still human still fucking sucks, you know, like we're still, we're still good people. We just, sometimes we feel the world a little harder than everyone else. Yeah. Sorry. A lot. Don't be, oh, baby girl, I'm sorry. Don't say sorry. Why are you sorry? Well, because you're crying. What on me? It's okay. I cry all the time. (laughs) Everything makes me cry. That's why I love you. Like I watch the circle and like Spice Girls comes on and I'm bawling my eyes out like on the floor and Brian's looking at me like I'm fucking Duh. crazy. 
And I'm just but like, they're this feminist is like, icons. This is so cool. I completely understand. Yes. And I was just like, how cool. Like, it was just like my inner child just thought it was like the coolest thing ever and how badly I wanted to be there. So it was like a lot of FOMO. And it was also just like, I just love them so much. Like where you're just like, you just love something so much. I I don't know. It was like, it was like a ball of emotions. And I was just like, I just love them. Like, they're my life. And he was just like, they're the greatest. Spice up your life. Come on. girl power Um, i honestly feel like that's the reason why millennials like i think you know the spice girls are the reason why we have a sexual awakening why we're fucking feminists why we don't take no shit like it's those five women the girl band millennials the confidence the girl band era the dream fucking love dream danny d kane love dream destiny's child tlc like we have the best 3lw like we had the best era for like girl groups the best you promised me a case babe but that was back in the eighth grade (sighs) but i love you and i just like mental health has been i mean it's always been like on my mind but like especially lately because well the selena gomez documentary one too real did you watch that oh my god that was hard that was hard to watch Big ups to that girl. That girl, I'm a fan of her. I like her. I like Selena. I like her. I'm a Selena fan too. Love Selena Gomez. And um, yeah, you know, just like dealing with family members. Family is, oh God, family. I mean, fuck, I don't know when this episode is probably going to come out after. Is this coming out before the holidays or after the holidays? This is is coming out um, Thanksgiving weekend. This is coming out on the 28th. (sighs) Okay, no, people. It's coming out the yeah, 28th. So yeah. Okay, so for those who had to go so through Thanksgiving, soon. for those who had to go through Thanksgiving, thank you for your service. And for those who have to go see family in Christmas, take care of yourself. Have a best friend on speed dial, uh, journal, take deep breaths, go for walks. Like just it family's hard, especially this time of year. And you're going to get through it. <sighs> Tell it's me gonna about be okay. But I mean, Steph, if you need to have me on speed dial, you can put me on speed dial. I know I'll be fine. It's just, you know, you just, it's like anxiety before it is always just like a lot. It's, it's heavy. heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. But anyways, plug yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> We're like an hour and a half in. Well, keep in mind, there's a lot of cutting you're going to do at the front half and when we both stop for a drink break. So you're going to be okay. There's going to be a lot you can cut out of this episode. I mean, Um, I don't care. I I love to have long episodes, but as long as it's a good conversation, I think that was an amazing conversation. So, you know. But I will say that was the funniest. I love you too. I love you so much. But that was the funniest thing of you tearfully asking me to plug myself. <laughs> it's like what is the embodiment? What is the embodiment of being a podcast influencer? It's crying and asking your guests to plug themselves. Like what is my life? Like what the fuck is my life? I'm like in the middle of a like emotional breakdown and I'm just like like you sound like yourself. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
um, God. I, oh, you know what's also God. crazy, too? Sorry, before we end this, before you plug yourself. Yeah. The, uh, a listener went up to my boyfriend at the live show and was like, can't wait for the he proposed episode. And I was like, wow. <gasps> That is my life. Like, y'all are waiting for certain moments and episodes that are going to be like, you know, it's just crazy. It's just funny. It's funny. That is wild. Like, imagine someone being like, I can't wait for that episode of your life of what he proposes. Because we know it's going to be an episode. Like, we know it is. You know? So it's just like. Eight part episode. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's going to be like a special on E, you know, yeah, pretty and much get divorced like, 72 later, 72 days later. <laughs> and then knowing Brian, Cash in knowing the check. how sweet he is, knowing how sweet he is, is he goes, yeah, you'll you can divorce me and then we'll we'll stay together. Like, I'll let you divorce me just for the title. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that's, yeah. that's why he's bae. That's why he's the best. He'll be like, fine, sure. We've had a lot of really great, great discussions the past like few days. Like we, I really want to get him a side chick, but that's another episode for another time. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Plug yourself. What? (laughs) Dun dun dun. That's how. That's how you have to leave off in a cliffhanger. That's not a cliffhanger. That's just rude. Wait, what? <laughs> like, you're joking, though, right? No. <laughs> you want to open your relationship? Wow. I honestly <laughs> just think we should just start the second episode. Like, it at this rate, should we just do another episode? Plug yourself. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Rose underscore Etta Stone, or as always, reading my deepest, darkest, most honest thoughts on the new blog on the block.com. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. <laughs> Bye. 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 Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, broke, girl, girl, therapy. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons and Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Get inspired while learning all about the unique planes of existence. Get the in-depth knowledge you need to help your combat encounters feel impactful, or learn about the origins and pantheons of every race and class the game offers. No stone is left unturned as every edition of the game is explored and explained in a way that benefits players of all different levels of experience. You can expand your TTRPG horizons in a way that's as entertaining as it is educational just by listening. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app or YouTube and search for The Dungeon Cast.